Well, let's turn our Bibles to Mark chapter 16. As you welcome the person beside you, tell them you're welcome to God's word. Good to see you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you happy to see them? Are you sure? Well, you can well express as well express it to them. I'm glad to, sit, to be sitting beside you. Glad to see you this morning. Amen. You're alive and well. Glory to God. Someone said, Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. Well, it's only the living that can go through. Hallelujah. Amen. It's because you can breathe. That's the reason why you can even say, I'm going through. So why don't you just lift up your hands and thank him this morning. Woo, glory to God. I'm going through for victory. I'm going through unto victory. See you on the other side of victory. Glory to God. See you on the other side of victory. Blessed be his holy name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The one that didn't have a shoe couldn't praise God until he saw the one that couldn't have that didn't have feet to wear shoes. And that one was lifting up hands uh, as much as he could, jumping as much as he could. And so the guy had to repent. May you not be in that situation. Where, nothing, where things will silence you. Let nothing silence your praise. Are you listening to me, somebody? Let nothing, nothing. Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. Well, I don't know. Amen. Neither do you know what I'm going through. So it's not only you. <laughs> Praise God. You know, you have prophesied it. You are going through it. So you are going to go through it. You are not stuck there. So you can as well praise him as you are going through it. Amen. You know how many things you've gone through? Praise God. And you saw yourself on the other side. So like you did for those ones, you do for this one also. Yeah. You do for this one also. You will. You will. Praise God. Praise God. That's why they call it history. Amen. It's history. It's in the past. So many going throughs in the history of your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Let me say it in Yoruba. I feel going through, you know, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, 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 amen. Such a wonderful father. Such a wonderful father. Glory to God. Or else, I mean, how, how, what, what are you going to say about God to your children, to generations that are after you? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Glory to God. Mark chapter 16. This month we have been looking at uh, a topic, um, and these signs shall follow them. I'll take a little trajectory this morning. Um, uh, 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 just let's, let's, let's see what the Lord has for us. Verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Do what? Come on, do what? 
says, go and preach the gospel to every creature. Go and preach the gospel. What's the gospel? The good news. The meaning of gospel is good news. Go and preach the good news. Okay? And he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. But he that does not believe shall be damned. Okay? And I think I've explained to us what that baptism means. He that believes, that is, is baptized. Okay, someone said, well, no, it has to be, you don't get saved until you get water baptized. No, no, that's not true. That's not what he's saying there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. He that believes, your believing uh, is the it leads you into the baptism into the body of Christ. Okay? So it's talking about you being immersed, becoming a part of the body of Christ. That's what it means. Amen. So, so he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. And he that does not believe, he didn't say, and not baptized. So that tells you that is, that's not talking about water baptism. Because what gets you baptized into the body of Christ is your believing. It's your faith in Christ Jesus and what he's done. So, so it says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they will do what? Cast out devils. We, the last time we talked, we, we really spent quite some time on this. You know, we are to cast out devils. And we, we said that talks about the authority of the believer. Talks about the authority of the believer. Okay? Talks about the authority of the believer. We have been given the authority over the kingdom of darkness. Okay? And... An extension of that authority is also this. said, they shall take up serpents. And we explain to us, you know, what that means. It's not speaking, that's, it's, it's, a, 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 it's, um, it's, that statement is not literal. Okay? That statement means, uh, you know, anything that has to do with serpents in the scriptures, you know, is usually uh, 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 um, associated with the devil, the kingdom of darkness, the works of darkness, and things like that. Okay? So he says that you will take up serpents. You will take up serpents. That is, you will take up the powers of the devil. You will take them on. Hallelujah. So we are to take them on. Anywhere we see the operations of the, 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 the forces of darkness, we are to take them on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says, uh, they will cast out devils, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they, did, they, they, they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Now, so that's talking about supernatural protection. Amen. As you go, you are supernaturally protected. You will enjoy the protection of God. 
Glory to God. You will enjoy it. But there is something else he talks about here. He says, these signs will follow them that believe. In my name they will speak with new tongues. In my name they will speak with new tongues. In my name they will speak with new tongues. Now, that's talking about uh, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Okay? But in a broader sense, uh, right, uh, he says in his name, uh, right, uh, we will speak. In other words, uh, our utterances uh, will be affected uh, by what we believe, by what we have come into. He says, uh, go and preach. Preaching means we'll have to speak. And that means he'll have to anoint our lips. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It means he will have to anoint our lips. So he says, those that believe, their lips shall be anointed. He's saying, I'm sending you forth. Go preach. Right? And those that believe, right, they will be anointed. They will be able to speak for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word, their words will no longer be ordinary. Their words would no longer be ordinary. Their words would not be inspired. Amen. Their words would not be inspired. Yes, there is the, the literal speaking with other tongues. But beyond that, their words are going to be inspired. Those that believe. Now, do you believe? Do you believe? So it means that your words, uh, when you go and preach, uh, when you go, when you, when you uh, 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 relate with men, uh, right, uh, on the platform of the gospel, uh, it says that your words uh, are going to be inspired by me. Hey, David, good to see you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your words are going to be inspired by me. That means... Uh, we have got to see ourselves this way. Glory to God. We've got to see ourselves this way. That I am anointed. My words are not ordinary. When I take up the gospel, what will come out of my lips will be anointed. It will break yokes. It will, it will re remove burdens. Said in my name, when you go preach, said you will speak by inspired utterance. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, if you have been in the situation where you, you were speaking to someone, you know, and and the person was like, You are speaking about how did you know these things about me? Who has experienced that before? Yeah. And it wasn't that you knew, you, 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 you knew anything prior before, before speaking to that person. Hallelujah. That's speaking by the inspiration of God. 
Glory to God. So, as believers, I ask you, do you believe? You said yes. As a believer, you, you can believe God that you will, whenever you open your mouth to speak to someone from the word of God, to share with the person the gospel, men will listen to you because you will speak by the inspiration of God. And why is God so particular about our utterance? Amen. Why is he so particular about it? It's because words shape the world. God can't do anything on someone's, in someone's life until words are spoken. He sent, he said, he sent his word and he did what? It healed them and delivered them from their destruction. God wants to do someone in, something in someone's life, he sends his word. And you and I and the ambassadors are the carriers of his word. But do you know what? Many times we look down on ourselves. Oh, what will I say? Hallelujah. What will I say? No. Yeah. He said, when you go do what? Preach the gospel. And when you go preach the gospel, what's going to happen? He said that you will speak by inspiration. I will back your words. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are what? Come on, they are what? They are spirit and they are life. So when you take up the word of God, what are you transmitting? You are transmitting spirit and life. That's what you're doing. Amen. That's what you're doing. Oh, I, I pray that our conversations, our conversations, he said, Paul said the kingdom of God is not just in word, but what? Was in power. But the power is transmitted through words. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, do we believe this thing? How much do we believe this thing? That this word will transform someone's life. How much do we believe this gospel? That it will transform people's life. I mean, now, that, that, what, do, what do men need in this world? Oh, come on, we don't need another new political party. We don't need another new ideology. Amen. The things of men have failed men. And they'll continue to fail because they are what? They are man-made. But this is the word of God. He said, to whom shall we go? He said, you are the one that has what? The word of eternal life. You are the one that has the word of life. To whom shall we go? Who else will we go to? Oh, come on. Is this the word of life to you? 
Your words were found, and I did eat them. You know, you know. Glory to God, praise God. You know where we while we were worshiping. You know, I, I was just thinking to myself, this, this song that they're singing, how much does this press, do we believe it here? Your words were found, and I did eat them, and they became joy and rejoicing to my soul. I found your words, and, and they are like water, and they are like treasure. Someone who has found treasures, who has found spoils of war. That's what your word is to me. Hallelujah. 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 Do you know that we are the carriers of the mysteries of God? Hallelujah. How comfortable are we sharing this word? How comfortable are we in the midst of people speaking scriptures? I said, I'm going to go, you know, just to another line this morning. How comfortable are we? Jesus said, if we are ashamed of him before men. You know, I read that scripture. Glory to God, during the week, I'm studying the book of Mark in my, in my private uh, 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 study, you know. You know, the challenge for us preachers is that, you know, you can be so caught up in ministering and uh, to people, studying to minister, that if you are not careful, you will not study to feed yourself. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 8, you know. I just, I was like, okay, what exactly is Jesus, what, what exactly is Jesus saying here? Is Jesus saying what I think he, he's saying or is there another meaning? Actually, my mind was trying to look for another meaning. That no, it can't mean this. That this is not literal. Okay, this is a metaphor. But the more I read it, I checked Greek, the Greek of various words in that scripture. Amen. In that verse, but I couldn't dodge it. You know, there are some words that are very straight. He said, Whosoever, verse 38, therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words. Mark chapter 8. Whosoever shall be what? Ashamed of me and of my words. In this adulterous and sinful generation. Of him also shall the son of man be ashamed. When he comes in the glory of his father. With the holy angels. I was like. Jesus will be ashamed of me. You know. He said, Whosoever shall be ashamed of me. He didn't just say him. Said on his words. He said, When my spirit comes upon you at the new birth, glory to God, 
He said, and because you have believed this gospel, he said, you will speak with new tongues. Now, that you have the ability to speak with new tongues, you have the ability to speak supernatural utterance, right? And you don't make use of it, you will not see the signs. Said so these signs are, will follow those that what? Speak. These signs, who, are, who will see the signs? Those that what? That speak. Look at it. Verse 19. After the Lord has spoken, Mark chapter 16, and he was received up into heaven and sat on the on the right hand of God, and they went forth and did what? They did what? They went forth. Look at your Bible. Look at your Bible. Praise God. Amen. Look at your Bible. I hope you brought your Bible to church. Don't just look at the screen. Look at your Bible. If the screen is giving you something that is wrong, you won't know. Okay? And they went forth and preached everywhere. They preached everywhere. So which means, when would, and the Lord, the Lord walking with them, confirming the word with what? What did he say in verse 16? Verse 17, these signs. So they went about preaching and what did they see? They saw the signs. And you know, we, we make our confessions, I am supernatural, I am supernatural, I am supernatural. But you see, we will not see the demonstration of the supernatural until we go and do what he asks us to do. He will back nothing when there is nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the one that has the word of life. Do you believe the word of God? Uh, that, uh, that, 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 that the word of God on our lips is what will save souls. You know, I was teaching at uh, 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 Kingsville Global yesterday. And I said to them, see, the, the Bible is a book of redemption. It is not the book of business success. It's not the book. It's not... It's not the book of marital success. Hello. You hear what I said? Are there people who don't read the Bible and have successful marriages? Happy marriages. Huh? Oh. Hallelujah. Yeah, there are, there are people who have never read the Bible before. They don't care about it. They don't believe it. And yet they have happy marriages. Well, can you get the wisdom of you? Can you get wisdom for marriages? Uh, yes. All those things are, peri, are they are the peri, they are just the peripheral knowledge. That's not the primary reason why the word of God. This book is the book of redemption. That is the primary message of this book. Are you listening to me? That's the primary message of this book.
So do you believe it? He said, he said uh, 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 that anyone that hears it, that believes it, will be saved. Anyone that doesn't believe it, what will happen to him? He will be condemned. What does it mean? That guy is going to hell. Is that strong? He said, ah, no. No, we have to be politically correct. It's not about political correctness. It's what the word says. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look at what happened. Let, let, let's turn to Acts of the Apostles. Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm full of utterance by the Spirit of God. I can't keep my mouth quiet. I've got to preach the gospel. I've got to say this word. I've got to share this good news with someone. Look at a man called Stephen. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6. He said, and Stephen, now, who was Stephen? Stephen was one of the people that were chosen to administer food. Let's say it the way it is. Hallelujah. They were the ones to administer food. They probably were not the ones serving. Because, I mean, at that time, the church, there were how many, how many in the church? At that time, at least about um, about eight thousand. I think there were three thousand had been saved. The another five thousand had 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 been saved. So so there were at least eight thousand one hundred and twenty. That's plus the one twenty that at the upper room on the day the, on the day of Pentecost. So so they were administered. So they couldn't have been the only ones that I mean because there were just seven of them. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that served 8,000 people. So they were administrators. Okay? Like the benevolence team we have in church, we have somebody who is the HOD, who is the administrator of the serving of the food. They, they, want, to, they want to do food, do food distribution in church. That was his work. But look at the food administrator. You know, administration of food. Glory to God. Ministry of uh, humanitarian affairs. You know, that was the ministry. But look at verse 8. Stephen, food administrator, food prefect. For those of you that went to the boarding house. Hallelujah. We had dining hall prefect. In charge of the dining hall. Praise God. Stephen, verse 8, full of what? Come on. Stephen, full of faith and power. Did what? Great wonders. These signs shall follow them that believe. Stephen. 
full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Stephen was not one of the apostles. He was a, you know, give them glorified, uh, glorified their, 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 the office with the title. He was a deacon. Hallelujah. Who is a deacon? A deacon is a servant. That's the meaning of deacon. An assistant. Someone who is being called to assist. Glory to God. Deacon is not one of the fivefold ministries. Glory to God. You know, sometimes we have over glorified deacons. So he was a deacon. One who was a food administrator. But look at, he was full of what? Faith and power. So you are in the benevolence team. You've got no excuse. Oh, my own, I'm just an ordinary usher. You are not, a, you, you are, you, you are not an ordinary usher. Do you believe? Come on. Answer me, do you believe? These signs will do what? Follow them that believe. What do those who believe do? Those who believe, they preach the gospel. And when will they see these signs follow them? When they do what? Open their mouth and utter or speak by the Holy Ghost. You know, Pastor, you know, I don't know too much Bible. If you don't know too much Bible, go and go, go into the Bible. Stephen didn't say, Oh, I'm just going to be serving food. He was a man full of faith. How can you be full of faith? How do you get full of faith? Faith cometh by what? Hearing. And hearing by the word. So which means that Stephen, even though he was a food server and food administrator, he was what? He was a man of the word. Acts chapter 7 is one of the classical messages of the Bible. If you want to understand Bible, go to one of the scriptures you should read and study is Acts chapter 7. That was a sermon by Stephen. Do you want to understand the Bible? Go to Acts. This guy, he, he, he taught the Bible from Genesis to Malachi. In that chapter. Taught the Bible. No wonder he was full of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These signs shall follow them that believe. Do you know why many of us don't believe, right? We don't act out our faith because our faith is so weak. We just can't see ourselves. We can't see these signs following us. Why? Because we are not full of the word. Amen. This guy was full of faith. And what came, what came after being full of faith? He was full of power. He did great signs. He said, well, I want to, you know, you know, I don't want persecution. I don't want people to, to persecute me. I'm running away now. You know, you have to be smart. You know, but look at, look at. Chapter, 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 chapter 8. Chapter 8. 
chapter 8. See, the signs and the wonders, uh, glory to God, the signs to follow, right, uh, you will see them uh, in demonstration most uh, when uh, the church is under pressure. Let me tell you, one of the things that the devil has used to mess the church up, right, is our comfort. Woe unto them that are what? At ease in Zion. What were we pursuing? We are, we are so much pursuing comfort, uh, hallelujah, that we don't want anything to stress us out. Acts chapter 8. Saul was consenting from verse 1. Saul was consenting unto his death. And uh, at that time, there was a great persecution. There was what? A great persecution. Stephen had been killed. There was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Read verse, uh, 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 verse 4. Therefore, let's read it together. Want to go? Uh-huh. They were, that were what? What does the Bible say? That they were scattered abroad in verse one, right? So, who was he referring to? He was referring to the believers. He said, the believers were scattered. He said, everybody left Jerusalem except the apostles. Everybody left. Now, look at verse 4. These guys that left, they were scattered. They ran. Verse 4, let's read together. One to go. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere doing what? Was it their comfort they were seeking? No. They went everywhere preaching the word. They didn't say, ah, oh, I left Jerusalem because they want to kill us. You know, so now that I have gotten to Ibadan, I should keep quiet so that they will not kill me. No. They went everywhere. They're still doing what? Still doing what? Preaching the word. Verse 5. Now, in now verse 5 now tells us about one of them. Hallelujah. So, it, to tell you that, come, this was what was happening around. He said, let me give you an example of one of them. One of those that were scattered. He now began to tell us about who? Stephen. Sorry, Philip. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Like those in verse 4 were preaching the word. So what was the word they were preaching? Come on, what were they preaching? It was Christ they were preaching. They weren't preaching, sew your scarf, don't sew your scarf. They weren't preaching, wear a shoe, don't wear a shoe. They weren't preaching, they weren't preaching anything about men. Glory to God. What were they preaching? What were they preaching? What is the gospel? So what will science follow? What, what will science follow? The preaching of Christ. So you've got to know what to preach. They went there, they went there, and look at the next verse. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things. See what? One the things that Philip spoke, hearing and seeing the word being confirmed with signs. Because one of the signs is that, is that they will lay hands on the seeker and they will recover. 
Oh, come on. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. When you preach Christ, you will lay hands on the sick, expect them to recover. Do you know the reason why many of us, we find it difficult to lay hands on the sick? It's because we don't know the gospel. Oh, that is Christ we've got to preach. And we are, therefore, we are not bold about it. I was telling them at the, at the, at the pastor's meeting yesterday, I said, we have, we have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed about boldness in this church. It's time to stop praying and start what? Acting. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I ask again, do we believe this gospel? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is what? The power of God. Come on. Do you believe that the gospel is the power of God? Oh, come on. If we believe it, we will preach it. Or else we will live dry lives like many Christians are living. Not, no adventure. We don't have any adventures. The adventures are in the gospel. Our lives are dry of testimonies. Pastor, you are condemning us. No, you are not. I'm correcting us. All scripture is given for what? For correction. Inspired by God. Not much. Not much to show. Not much signs. He said these signs, they will follow them that believe. Do you crave for it? Do you desire it? You know, we can get so consumed with things about ourselves, we forget that we are powerful people. Oh, come on. We are a people of power. Praise God. Praise God. We are a people of power. But we've got to preach the gospel. To see these signs. To see these signs. These signs shall follow them that believe. Said they went in the face of persecution. They didn't keep quiet. In the face of some of us, the kind of persecution that we are afraid of is that people will be calling us pastors. I know one made them give me name. Oh. Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me and of my word before men, then I. No, which one is which one is which one is sorer? Which one is heavier? That people call you names, or that Jesus will call, be ashamed of you and I. But Jesus said, I will be ashamed. It means I can't celebrate you. Amen. It means the honor I want to give you, I can't give you. That's what it means. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at, oh, Gregor Deve Moshtapaya. When Stephen was about to be killed, 
when he said, Lord, don't lay this charge on them. The Bible says, look at it. Let's read it. Let's read it. Some of us have never read it before. Amen. So I'll be speaking Greek. Look at it. Oh, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Mmm. 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 Glory to God. He said in verse 54, chapter 7, when they heard these things, they were caught in their hearts and they gnashed on him with their teeth. And he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. Saw the glory of God. What was the glory of God that he saw? Jesus standing on the right hand of God. What a rich experience. And said, behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. And those guys got angry. They cried out with a loud voice and ran to him with one accord, stoned him until he died. And he said, as he was about to die, he said, he knelt down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Once he died, no, he fell asleep. He went into glory. He, that glory opened up to him. He embraced it. Maybe if Paul had seen that same glory, when they stoned him in Lystra, right, and left him and, drew, and, and, and dragged him out, <laughs> and the disciples surrounded him, you know, if he had seen that glory, guy, maybe he wouldn't have come back. This guy saw the glory. There are experiences in God. Don't say, Pastor, please leave that glory side. I, 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 I need money to, 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 to jack our job. <laughs> Amen. Why we look not at the things that are temporary? See, there is no glory. See, you can't see heaven and and the things of this world will, will, become an will remain an attraction to you. It's nothing. Pastor, leave that side. It's because you, you have a house to live in. Me, I, me, I'm looking for accommodation. So these guys were persecuted, and yet they didn't keep quiet. They went everywhere. Doing what? Preaching. I know some of us have laughed at some of those brethren that preach on the on the streets, you know, and nobody's hearing them, you know, <laughs> praise God, but you know, the Lord had to deal with me one day, one time I was, uh, I was, um, I was in Atlanta, in, uh, 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 staying with uh, uh, Pastor Namdi, and um, just down the road, once you come out of your street, you just walk down, you get to, um, what do you call it now? One of these uh, malls, Walmart. You get to you get to Walmart. Just don't throw to me. House now. So there is a street you have when you come out of come out of the street. You go down. There is a street that you have to cross. Big road, double four lanes. You know you have to cross before you enter into Walmart. Now, so at that um, junction, there is one dock, something from this Dunkin' Donuts shop right there. And then there's, for days, I was seeing one woman. I mean, this was a highway. Not that there were few people on the road. 
mostly cars. That area was generally quiet. You know, but this woman will be there morning till God knows how, how long. Every day. There. Because I used to, I would just go do, do my workout in the morning. I'll see her there. And she would just be screaming, you know, she'll be shouting, preaching, you know, and preaching. I would be like, preaching to who now? You know, so I would just, I was, I was like, oh God, this woman, why is she just wasting her, her energy? You know, she when the sun is up, she'll put on that big hat, you know, to cover her head so that she will and she'll be there for hours, just talking. So, come down. As I was, I think I, I, I was inside that donut shop taking some tea, and I was just looking at the woman. You know, and the Lord said to me, to my heart, don't despise this woman. If you have not done what she's doing, you have no right to despise her. Hallelujah. Do you know somebody can just look at her and get convinced? You will be thinking that uh, she's just wasting her time. Or maybe she's mental. No, some people will say, maybe she's mental. Of course, if she's mentally deranged or else, why would somebody be just be shouting in the air to nobody? Nobody's hearing him, nobody's hearing her. You know? Glory to God. Never despise spiritual things. Do you know what Paul said? He said there are some people who preach this gospel. Philippians chapter 2 and Philippians chapter 3. He said there are some people, they, they preach the gospel for their belly's sake. He said, in fact, some even preach it to, as envy to show your, uh, uh, for, uh, um, uh, for what do you call it now? For strife's sake. You know? They are competing with him that, yes, Paul, we can preach better than you. You know what Paul said? Look at his attitude. He said, he said any which way, as long as what? Christ is being what? Preached. I'm happy. I'm happy. At least they are not preaching, they are not singing Shongo. Somebody else will hear it. Hallelujah. Won't see the attitude, but we hear the word. Because the word, glory to God, has power. Until you say it, the power will not be in manifestation. Friends, we are called in our various communities. Wherever you are, you won't see this sign. Someone says, no, no, uh, you know, we are in the office, we are in the office. No, let's, no, this, this office area. The power of God can flow anywhere. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are carriers of the power. Why? Because you've got the word. Uh, and where is the power? The power is in the word. The power is not in your body. Someone says, no, uh, my hands, there's nothing in my hands. Uh, the power is not in your hands. The power is in the word. Which says, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Oh, glory to God. Oh, the world is looking, the, 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 the world uh, needs uh, more of these miracles. And we are carriers of it. We are carriers of it. We are carriers of it. Yesterday, uh, 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 yesterday afternoon, just as I, as I was about to step out, uh, uh, someone, okay, in the morning, someone called me. I, I just saw a number calling me, calling me. And I had several meetings yesterday, you know, in church. So, uh, so I couldn't pick the call. So 
when I, after I, 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 I finished one, one other meeting, you know, I, I called the person, you know, uh, and uh, I said, sorry, this number has been calling me this morning, please. Was, and it happened to be a, a man who listened to, I think that morning he had listened to uh, Encounters with Grace, and he was seeking prayers. He said he wanted me to pray for him. He said he had, had, he, he had been suffering from um, stroke since 2012. He was in, you know, told me his story. He was in South Africa. This is da, 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 da. He had to return back to Nigeria da, 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 and all that. Listen, at that time, right, after the meeting, I had had some conversations, right, that were not spiritual conversations. Praise God. They were not bad. Glory to God. Just, you know, they were business conversations. Praise God. And you know some of those business conversations, they can take life out of you. Amen. Make you feel carnal. Am I? Am I correct? Yeah. So that was how I was feeling. And here's a man who now says, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I have stroke since 2012. My mind, first of all, calculated 2012. That's 11 years. I, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel spiritual enough. Amen. Well, I prayed. I said, well, he said, it's not me. Well, I just, I, I just had to quickly adjust my mind. It's not me. I don't have to feel spiritual. Do I believe the word? You know, now, when I was praying for the guy, right, it, you, could, you could almost cut on me. On me. <laughs> but I just, I just stopped. And after I finished praying with him, I said, I said, sir, I've prayed with you. I've, the power of God is at work is at work in your body right now. You know what? I'm going to give your number to somebody else and that person is going to be following up with you and, and all that. So I just give the brother, brother Courage the, 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 the number. Hey, brother Courage, I want you to follow up on this man. Amen. We've got to believe this word. Glory to God. One says, eh, eh, but you don't know what has happened to the person. I've released the word. The Bible says that when I release the word, what will happen? Signs will follow. The power of God will follow. Dare to believe it. Get out of your comfort zone. Amen. Amen. We've been called to do this business of the gospel. And we have been empowered. And our utterance, when we dare to open our mouth, will be full of what? Power. Let me close with this. Acts chapter 19. Paul says, preach the word. Be instant in what? Season. And out of, that is, what does that mean? He said, whether it's convenient, when it is not convenient, you create convenience out of it. Start engaging in preaching the gospel. I'm telling you, you will see power. So beyond confessing and supernatural, hallelujah, Take the next step. Tell your neighbor, it's time to take the next step. Tell him again, it's time to take the next step. What's the next step? 
Don't just confess it, act it out. Faith is an act. We believe, therefore, we what? Speak. Acts chapter 19. Just want to encourage some of us here with Paul's story. You know, Paul was full of faith. Paul was full of, the Bible says, and the Lord wrought, what? Special miracles by the hands of Paul. The Lord wrought special miracles. So, Paul's ministry was characterized by what? Miracles. One says, well, well, it's because Paul is an apostle. No, these signs shall follow them that what? Look at verse 8. And Paul went into the synagogue and did what? And did what? He spoke boldly for the space of three months. Was Paul full of power? Did he see miracles in his ministry? But look at he spoke for three months boldly. Come on. Do you think scriptures? Let's think about that. He spoke boldly for three months. Three months. That's how many days? For at least 90 days. 90 days consistently speaking boldly. And doing what? Disputing. What does your Bible say? Arguing persuasively. So disputing and persuading. So he was arguing. Glory to God. He was arguing the scriptures. For the space of 90 days. He doesn't have work to do. Who told you that? Acts chapter 20. Let me show you. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 20. Verse 32. We are going to go back to chapter 19. Now, brethren, I commend you to God of the word of his glory, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. Someone give me the New Living Translation. Do you have the New Living Translation up there? have it, let me have it. If you don't have it, please someone open it for me. He said, I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. We don't use such language here. Verse 33. I have never coveted anyone's what? Silver or gold. Huh? Or what? 
or find clothes. Look at the next verse. That's verse 34. Right? You know that what? These hands of mine have what? Walked to supply my own needs and even huh? And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need. How do you help those in need? By working hard. <laughs> working hard so that you will have to give. Somebody is, in, somebody is saying, ah, okay, thank God I don't have to work hard. Sister Bisi, work hard. To supply my need. Fa, 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 fao. Those that are lazy should not eat. Amen. So before you, you start rejoicing, let me correct that one. So I'm just, what am I trying to show you? That Paul said, come, guys, I walked with my hands. I didn't wait for anybody to give me money. I walked with my hands. So, while, that means that while Paul is, is, is was the same Ephesus so while Paul was disputing night, I mean for 90 days right it means he was walking while doing that you know when we don't see the full picture we think he was just depending on offering, that is an offering at this time, I mean, this was, nobody was even paying tithes. Nobody was paying tithes at the time. He didn't, it's, not, it's not that he had a church like Kingsville Church. You know, it was, in, it was a new territory. So, I mean, he, he, he didn't get there the first day. And then, uh, yeah, when he got into Ephesus, who were his first disciples? Twelve. Twelve people. So, and he, they did, those ones, he had to, I'm sure he must have had to teach them, teach and teach them before about giving before those ones will start giving. So before the tithes and offerings started coming, he had to work. And yet he did what? He taught. Go back to chapter 19. He taught, he preached and disputed for how many days? 90 days. The things concerning the kingdom of God. Now look at the results. Amen. Let's read verse 9 together. But when divers were hardened. Hello. Pastor, I don't understand. I don't know. You know, people they don't people people don't want to listen to the Bible these days. You know, people don't want to listen to messages. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I, they don't want to listen to me. I, don't, I, think, I think my own gift is the gift of giving things to people. I don't have the gift of preaching. Lie, 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 lie. No, no, no. That they did not listen to you does not mean uh, that your words are not powerful. Jesus, uh, hallelujah. Jesus said that where, where you go out and preach, there are some people who will stone you. The result of your powerful preaching will be stoning. Did you see that? They were hardened. They did not believe. But instead, they even got worse. He said they spoke evil. They spoke evil. 
So Jesus said that they are going to speak evil of you. Oh, Christians. Eh, 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 leave that Bible alone. Your, your, if I go, your heart is not pure. Only heaven knows those who are his. They will be only quoting Bible for you. Amen. But don't be discouraged. Are you listening to me? Was it everybody that Jesus healed in Israel? Huh? Even in his hometown, most of the sick people, he didn't heal them. Why? Because of their unbelief. But did he heal many people? Yes, he did. Did that stop? Did the unbelief stop him? The Bible says that Jesus, he, he wondered at the unbelief. And then he now left the country. He started going around the villages, started teaching. Amen. Your life is full of power. But it can only be seen. The signs. God wants to show his signs to the world. Through you and I. Let's take it up. Let's be bold. Let's go out. Let's speak it. Let's look for somebody to, to connect with and share the gospel with. The world is in their needs. They're in their need of a savior. There are people who are, who, are, who are in their need of a savior. They are in need of a savior. Of a savior. Someone says, ah, you know, who are the people that need the savior? Hallelujah. You know, one of these musicians, you know, I, I, I saw a video where one of these, somebody, somebody saw one of these famous musicians in Nigeria, and the guy was, the guy went wild. But he, I don't want to mention the person's name, you know, so, so he went wild. He went wild. The guy was like, ah, see this guy, see this guy. He went down. He, before he, he was kneeling down here in front of the guy. He got up. He was so excited. The guy was in a custom made uh, one of these uh, fine, fine cars. You know, he was so excited. He think, oh, the guy is so excited. Ah, yes, that is the life. But friends, that's not the life. Do you believe that's not the life? That your, that your yes is so weak. <laughs> that's not the life. Yes, that's the life Jesus Christ promised us. He said, no, he said, yeah, Jesus, after all, Jesus said, I have come that they might have life. I have it more abundantly. And when they are thinking more abundantly, they are thinking about... Uh, uh, living in a uh, banana island, uh, uh, thinking about uh, uh, you know having uh, you know those limos, the uh, what do you call those fine fine cars now? You know whatever their name, Bugatti, Bulgaria. You know, no, 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 no. So yes, that is the abundant life. That is not the abundant life because if that was the abundant life, uh, the King of Qatar has more abundant life uh, than you have. Yes, he's doing Bugatti. He's using gold to build to build house. Because see, the life that Jesus has given to us, right? Is not in degrees. It's the life. So none has it more than the other. But that one that you are calling abundant life, praise God, they are in degrees. They say, are, are you chopping life? Some people are managing life. Some people are chopping life. Some people are... 
you live in Qatar, isn't it? He lives, he actually lives in Qatar. Do you see that abundant life there everywhere? Huh? Everywhere. I mean, see, I mean, when we went to Dubai, come and see their skin. Like milk. <laughs> yeah. Ah. And this guy, that, that's the life. That's not the life. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Do you believe that? How much do you believe that? If you believe that, that other life will not be what? You will not be, it will not intimidate you. Praise God. You've got power. You've got the gospel. You have something that the world needs. You're craving for it. Hallelujah. Many years ago, someone told me, after he bought a house, he said after a few months, he just thought, okay, this is the house. Okay, so... You know, I experienced it a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Do you know, I started despising where we are living. And I now remembered, Brotunde told me about one particular estate somewhere in uh, Lekki, that if you go there, it's like London. That, I mean, a house there is like about 200 million, standard or minimum, that time. I'm sure it will be 400 million now. Like, ah, that place is so searing. Brotunde was, this, that time we were looking for a house, Brotunde was telling me about that, I said, look at you. <laughs> I'm still believing God. <laughs> so, Pastor, that's the kind of house we want you to believe in. By the time you park there, praise God. Amen. And you travel somewhere else and you see the kind of house that they are living. Do you understand? Do you understand? That's not the life. What you have is what? The life. Stand to your feet and give God praise this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'll preach the gospel. Lord, through me, signs and wonders. Through you and I, signs and wonders. The Lord wants to do more. He wants to showcase it to the world. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I'm not against prosperity. No, I'm not. You know I'm not against prosperity. Hallelujah. I'm not against doing well physically. You know, I'm not against it. Amen. But that's not the life because it never satisfies. No matter what you possess, it never satisfies. It's a life that we have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Commit yourself to it this morning. Signs and wonders will be done through my life. I mean, I will have chronicles. Chronicles of the power of God in demonstration. Testimonies of lives being changed through my impact. Through my impact, lives being changed. Thank you to the partners.
Those who have been partnering with us. Someone sent, someone called me this morning, all the way from where? Igora. Another person called me from Auchi. Do you know what they were excited about? They were excited about what God is doing in their lives through encounters with grace. You know, this, this person has been sending me messages. He sent me one in April, sent me one second of July, sent me another one today. Oh, what was he talking about? Your messages are highly inspiring. You know, may the Lord bless you as you feed us with this undiluted word. He said, you are, you are blessing, you are a blessing to us as Christians. Your weekly, he called the encounters with grace weekly tonic. He said, your weekly tonic is building us. And God himself will build you more and more, blah, 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 and all that. Listen, we've got the word. I used to think who is going to listen to this young boy, this guy. I mean, when there are so many people on the airwaves. Many years ago, I used to think about that. Thank God for people like Toba. Thank God for, you know, people like Pastor Bayo and quite a number of people who encouraged and said, Pastor, come on, we've got the word. Let's put it out. Somebody will listen to you. See, there's somebody out there that will listen to you. Even if you cannot speak good English, there's somebody out there. Jesus will use your imperfect English to see be a blessing. After all, it was a servant, a slave, a young slave that was a blessing. To who? To Naaman, the Syrian general. If not for that girl, the general would have died with leprosy. Hallelujah. Don't look down on yourself. Please. Please. We have Friends Day service coming up on the, 50, on the 24th. Oh, come on. This is an opportunity for you to reach out to someone. Bring them. You have the word of life. Share it. Don't say, no, uh, I, I need to take care of my own problem first. No. Paul said, uh, he, said we are, he said, we are dying daily so that you can have what? Life. He said, we are, being, we are dying, right? But what are we doing? We are transmitting life to you. What does it mean by you are dying? It means, hey, we too, we've got problems. We've got problems. Oh, there were times when they didn't have food to eat. Yet, they didn't keep quiet. They didn't keep quiet. Paul said, Paul said, in shipwrecks often. He said, he was beaten. He said, five times uh, he was beaten. With, he said, well, 40 stripes, and each time with 40 stripes, save one. He said, there were times that they had to go without food. He said, in fastings often, in hunger. Hallelujah. So you are not the only one that has problems. But what? He said, it is necessity is laid upon me. Necessity is laid upon me. Necessity is laid upon me. Oh, I wish I can just open our heart. Uh, 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 necessity is laid upon me. Please, where you are, 
where I am. God is counting on us. They won't experience that power until you and I stretch forth and reach them by the power of God. The other day, my Baba in my new area where I live, I, well, I won't call it new area now, I've been there almost three years now, you know, I, I, one day, I saw him. He wasn't wearing slippers. His legs were rolled. His, his shoe, I mean, trousers were rolled. And I saw a big saw on his feet. Daniel is his name. And I know this guy was not a believer. Because he had told me before. We have had discussions. So, can I pray with you? He said, oh, this thing. He said, he said he's been like that for a long time. You know, because there was a time I just noticed that he was not, I mean, he was not opening his shop often. So, that was a problem. He was nursing. Please, can I pray with you? Do you know that people in problems will not say, don't pray for, for me. Even Muslims will say, pray for me. That's a good way to connect with them. I wasn't ashamed. I bent down. Of course, I didn't touch the saw. You know, I just touched the leg and prayed for him. Hallelujah. Last week, last week, I was passing. I saw that this, the, his trouser had come down. I stopped and I saw it. Oh, something had dried up. Please. It's opened me him up now. One day I'm going to share the gospel with him. And I believe God that he will come to know Jesus. Please, don't hold back. I beg you. You never know what God will use you to do. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for your word this morning. In the name of Jesus. May we be full of understanding. Father, we receive boldness to act as your hands and feet so that signs, wonders, and mighty deeds will be wrought. Men will be broken. Men's lives will be, will be, will be uh, 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 delivered from the power of darkness. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen. Let's have a seat. God bless you.